have the microphone here. It kind of took a walk. Get all the way back here. Good morning, everybody. If you look in the back of your bulletin, you'll see where the announcements are. Today we're going Christmas caroling. Um, it'd be nice if everybody could show up and go with us. It'll be a wonderful time, and you'll get to see members. If you look in the back of your bulletin, we're going to meet at 12.15 to carpool. We're going to go to Betty Kim, which is on Cutlery Ave. Cindy Hepper, who, had, who is recovering from her knee surgery. Um, Cindy's going to go down to her front door, and we're going to sing to her outside. Then we'll go see Bill Fibbs and Irene Peterson at the Masonic, and then David Ives and Virginia DeVito. Finance meeting is tomorrow night um, at 6 p.m. in the Clark Room. And next Sunday, we have a wonderful Christmas pageant in play and our luncheon following. If you would like to come to the luncheon, please sign up um, to bring something in the fellowship hall, the sheet stack. We also have a card for um, Pastor One Tech still in the fellowship hall if you didn't get a chance to sign it last week. Thank you very much, Debbie. I also want to uh, mention that we do have the new books for our discipleship study group on Sunday mornings. Uh, it's a book that you can read a little bit every day. You don't have to necessarily chew a lot. And every day you get a reflection from somebody on the uh, scriptures that we're talking about here in church on Sunday. And we have folks who uh, sit down and talk about that and make a talking about our scriptures. Yeah. We're, we're going to get back. <laughs> Could you pray with me, please? Good God, loving God, God that brings us hope, brings us love, and brings us joy. Lead us in our hearts with the beauty that allows you to surround us with the light of your grace, no matter what our lives look like. And so may the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto thee, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer either through us or in spite of us. Speak to us, thy people, we pray. Amen. I'm doing things a little bit differently this week. Since I'm naked. That's not a bad thing. It's a good thing to get out of our rut. Let me tell you about a, a rut that people are in. Because... There was a day that seemed like just about any other day in August 2010 when hundreds of workers went down the shaft of a mine in Chile. They went down the roadway of the mine thousands of feet below the surface into veins of copper and gold, expecting nothing unusual even though the mine was known to be unsafe. But this would not be just another day. The tunnels of the roadways collapsed. Many got out, but 33 of the miners were trapped, and the ventilation shafts 
that were required to have ladders to help people escape in emergencies. They didn't have them. 2,300 feet under the earth, they were trapped. There wasn't much hope. There wasn't much love. There wasn't much of anything except <clears throat> just a few days of supplies in a, in a safety room, which would barely last for a few people, much less for 33. Rescue workers at the surface, if you may remember, they tried frantically to find a way to reach these people. 17 days after the class, they managed to drill this tiny hole down through solid rock just to note enough for the miners to send a note up to the surface. And the note said that all 33 were still alive. There was hope to celebrate. And the next day, they were able to expand that hole and they were able to get a communication line down so that the miners could communicate with the people on the surface and their families. There was love to celebrate. They had hope. They had love. But joy, joy would have to wait in a dark, cold, lonely place for a long, long time. The joy of going home would have to wait to come. Welcome to the third Sunday of Advent. The Sunday when we begin to think about joy at the beginning of our Christian year, when we prepare to celebrate on Christmas for the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to this earth. On the first Sunday of Advent, you may recall, we celebrated Christian hope, the hope that lets us know that whatever shape our lives have taken, God is ready to shape us into a new creation, ready to be what God wants us to be. And on the second Sunday of Advent, we celebrated Christian love, Love that prepares us to move past our sins and our brokenness into new life in Christ. On this Sunday, we celebrate Christian joy. Joy that comes only when we're ready to trust that God will take us to a good and safe and glorious place and a glorious time no matter what it takes to get there. The trust in God that takes, it takes to reach our Christmas joy doesn't come easily. Trust in God that leads to Christian joy doesn't come cheaply. Christian joy, the joy that makes celebrating a World Series or a Super Bowl victory seem like chump change, it takes a trust in God that is so sure, so unshakable, so surrendering of everything in our lives to the promise of that joy that our trust in God becomes that joy, even while we wait for its complete fulfillment. Trust in God that's based on true Christian hope and true Christian love can become, through God's grace, Christian joy, no matter what the circumstances. Now, the followers of Jesus understood how Christian joy comes from our trust in God when they read the prophets of Israel. To the words of the prophet Isaiah, in the words of the prophet Isaiah, they knew that Jesus was the one anointed by God to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty 
to the captives, to comfort all who mourn, to offer God praise instead of a faint spirit. They knew because they felt the joy that God brought to them in Jesus. And the early Christians knew that this was the real joy of God because they felt that joy even as they still dealt with oppression, broken hearts, captivity, grief, doubt. We see this so clearly in Paul's letter to the Thessalonians that we heard as today's song for our New Testament reading. When Paul tells the Thessalonian church to be joyful always, give thanks in all circumstances, he's speaking to a church that had the courage to accept the hope and love of Christ as the first churches in the world. And the truth of the matter is that people did not like the church. As a matter of fact, they hated the church. In fact, they hated them so much that they punished the church and made Christians fear for their very lives, as many Christians fear for their lives around the world even today. Oppression, broken hearts, captivity, grief, doubt, these had not disappeared magically through their faith in Jesus Christ. If anything, the world was testing them with more of these things. Faith in Jesus Christ has consequences. Let's say that again. Faith in Jesus Christ has consequences. And these early Christians were living those consequences. And yet, in the middle of these consequences, the Thessalonians were waiting for the joy of Christ's return to earth. Paul offers them the secret to Christian joy. It's God's will for us to have it always through faith in Jesus Christ. Joy is just not for when we get the happy ending or the happy beginning or just when prophecies are fulfilled to our liking. Through faith in Jesus Christ, we're given the ability to trust in God's hope and love in the middle of our hardest times and to give thanks to God for the living presence of Jesus in all circumstances. We can trust that God's constant presence will be with us through faith in Jesus Christ to the point that God's joy with us will be like a prayer that never ends to the point that life itself becomes a prayer. Imagine walking through life in a prayer. I was doing pretty well with this thing until it quit. <laughs> I'll get to where I was. We can live life as a constant prayer and discover the joy that God experiences as we seek out God continually. The liberation from oppression and captivity that we seek, the healing of our hearts from grief and doubt that we yearn for begins to come real as soon as we're willing to let God make that joy real. It's like having dessert before your broccoli. It's like opening Christmas presents weeks before you're supposed to. You don't have to wait to have real joy. 
trust in God with the full acceptance of Christian hope and Christian love in your hearts and have joy now like it will be forever. Live like a new creation now, not later. Be ready for Christ's coming now, not in a week when we get to welcome the baby Jesus into our hearts. Christmas is the homecoming for Jesus. And we do a beautiful job of preparing for that homecoming here with all these festive decorations and worship and a warm welcome for our community, including people in need, and church friends and generous gifts for everyone. But the real homecoming of Jesus is here in our hearts now. The real Christian homecoming is letting Jesus be our home forever. With Jesus in our hearts, we will always be home. 69 days after they had been sealed in the mine by the tunnel collapse, rescue workers from Chile and around the world, they lowered a bullet-like cage down a hole thousands of feet deep and one by one, 33 miners squeezed into that tiny cage, and one by one they were raised up to the surface. And the joy that they and their loved one felt, their loved ones felt, was unspeakable. It was a homecoming that they and the world would never forget. They trusted for 69 days, 2,300 feet under the earth, that this joyful homecoming would happen. And it did. And as Christians, we trust that our final homecoming will be even more joyful through faith in Jesus Christ. And through that faith, we don't have to wait. Come home to Jesus now. Make the peace and joy of God your everlasting life. Be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for us in Christ Jesus. For this is God's will for us in Christ Jesus. Be joyful Please be seated. It's time for the prayers of the people. And we lift up the concerns of our community and the concerns that are right here in this room. I first want to uh, lift up with joy Diane, who was back from her knee surgery. Joining Corky, who was back from her knee surgery. 
Can we have an amen? Amen. We are so grateful that we have people who are recovering from these uh, operations successfully and uh, rejoining us here in the life of the church, and we pray that your healing continues. And we have a, a visitor here today. Ma'am, I don't want to put you on the spot, but what is your name? What's your name, ma'am? Yes, you. What's your name? Mary What is your name? No, no. Espanol. Marta. Marta's looking for food. And we're grateful that she's here with us. We're going to see what we can do to help her today. We have um, Ann Sibley, Betty Ann Sibley. Gracious Lord, hear the prayers upon our heart. Hear our joys, hear and feel our pain and sorrow. Hear everything that we hope for. Hear everything that we need your strength for. We pray for all these people. pray for the people in our midst who are in this place who need our help as Christ's community. We pray and thanks for those that this church has been able to help this week, including Christian, now safely in our family shelter in Medellin. We thank you for all those who helped in. We thank you for your love that helps us embrace a world that is so hard to love sometimes. And we thank you, Lord, that you embrace us even when we find it hard to love you. All these are the miracles of faith that you give us in prayer, O Lord. Deliver us from the oppression in our hearts that we may be ready to receive your joy in a world that needs your hope, your love, your joy, and your peace so much this Christmas. Help us to do these things in the name of Jesus Christ, who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. We have a God of Christian hope, Christian hope, Christian love, and Christian joy. And I pray that we can express that through the work of the church as we present our tithes and offerings to the glory of God. Thank <laughs> you. 